you guys. Welcome to the Home with Havila podcast. I'm your host, Havila Kennington, and welcome to a brand new year, 2022. We are ready for you. I don't know if we're ready for you, but we definitely are in it. <laughs> and uh, who knows what this year is going to, to entail? Like 2020 was a little crazy. Uh, 2022 was also a little crazy. It's like her crazy twin sister. And now we're going into 20, I'm sorry, 2021. And now we're going to 2022. And who knows? But I think something that we've all figured out is that circumstances will change. People may change. Even our environment may change, but something stays consistent. And that is you. You go everywhere. You are the person that makes your life happen or not. And I learned specifically in these last two years uh, that who I am, that the environment is only a very small factor of what I actually give to the world and what I get back from it. So this month, we decided to take this entire theme and talk about focus. We want to talk about the power of focus, how to get focused in a world that wants you to focus on everything, everywhere. And if you're a business owner, you're parenting, maybe you're a homeschooling parent, uh, maybe you're an author, you want to start writing a book, or maybe it's just, I want to get healthy. You will find very quickly that focus is the critical aspect to it. So we're going to take the next four weeks and we're going to talk about focus. We've got focus in finance. We have focus in uh, entrepreneurship. And we also are just talking about focus in uh, really relationships. So we'll get into all of that. Stay with us the next couple of weeks. Make sure you subscribe so you don't miss an episode. But today, uh, we thought we would start out the first podcast of the entire year talking about the power of focus. And I could not think of a better guest and expert in my world. And hopefully it will be in your world. But I invited our friend, um, Sean Blanc to be on the podcast. Thanks, Sean, for being here. Hey, thanks, Havila. Happy New Year. <laughs> <laughs> Happy New Year. So Sean and I go way back. Actually, my husband, before we were married, uh, they were roommates. And then uh, when I started dating my husband, I got to know Sean pretty quickly. And then our lives really merged. We both got married at the same season. Uh, he's one of our favorite people. I wish we lived closer. He lives in Kansas City. I'll let him tell you more about his life. Uh, but I've watched Sean over the last decade and a half, maybe even two dec- decades, really take his business and build it to being a leading expert on a lot of these topics. And one of the topics that he focuses on is focus. So before we get into the details of what you offer the world in that space, why don't you tell everybody who you are, uh, maybe who you belong to, (laughs) and why life gets crazy around where you're at. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So we're also family of boys. We have three boys over here. So I was literally just talking to, um, we had some family over yesterday for dinner. And I was talking about the the mama boys class that you did with Lisa and <laughs> yeah. just how, you know, like just how helpful that was. And one of the things that's encouraged us to do is the the family game night stuff and just preparing for that. Ours are still a little bit younger right now. So it's just chaos all the time. <laughs> we call it the mob mob because it's moms of boys, yeah. but you, you see a glaze in people's eyes when they have boys. We all just get it. We're like, yes. yeah, we get it. Yes. It's just let them be crazy. They're still <laughs> yeah. alive. We're winning. <laughs> 
So, uh, yeah, I'm in Kansas City. My wife and I, we've been married uh, almost 17 years now. Uh, I served for a big ministry out here for quite a while. And then back in 2011, I quit uh, that job and just started out on my own as just kind of a solo indie entrepreneur. Uh, I was writing a lot at the time. Well, I still do write a lot, but uh, kind of started in the tech space of writing about software and um, apps and, and things like that. And then that kind of quickly moved into how to manage your time and attention, which was something that for me personally, I always cared about quite a bit. So I started, I had a podcast that I was doing and I was sharing about some of my own personal productivity systems and the way that I manage my time and just make sure I'm focusing on the right things. And then the feedback from that with the audience and the listeners uh, was fantastic. And so we turned this actually into an online course that we've been doing now for about six years. And we've had thousands of people that have gone through it and just seeing the results in their lives and uh, working with these people. So it's a joy to help people manage their time better. I get so nerdy about these topics. So I'm <laughs> really excited to talk about this stuff because I personally just love it. And then just getting to, to see the results that other people are getting and hear testimonies and stories and all that stuff. So um, that's a little bit about me over here. In yeah, I love it. So are you, would you say that you've always been a focused person? I mean, did no. that start out that way? Okay. Oh my goodness. So I used to, um, I mean, I think a, a prime example would be when I was a kid, my parents would come in to clean my room and they would bring the snow shovel. To help me clean my room <laughs> because it was just disastrous. And actually being roommates with Ben helped me get a lot of like, just because he's the tidiest, like everything has a spot where it goes. And not only does it have the spot where it goes, it has the right way to be put in that spot. And this to me was such a pendulum swing in the opposite direction. So actually Ben had a huge influence on me personally, just becoming tidier, so to speak, becoming a little bit more intentional about my uh, surroundings. And then um, at the church that I was at, just hearing a sermon from my pastor, he spoke about the power of a focused life. And he talked about these different components. And it had a huge impact on me of just being more intentional with what I put on my calendar and how I spent my time and realizing that how we spend our time is how we spend our lives. And uh, like you can choose ahead of time and try to be proactive and intentional, or you can just sort of let it happen to you. And just as a young man growing up, wanting to get married, wanting to have a family, wanting to be successful in my career, wanting to have an impact, wanting to do the things that I cared about, I realized that uh, I needed to have some sort of way to be more intentional with how I spent my time and making choices of what I wanted to do and actually be able to follow through with that as opposed to just sort of drifting and letting things happen to me. So yeah. those were kind of the two big, uh, you know, big Im influences in those early days. <laughs> ben, I think I've been under his discipleship uh, course as well, because I'm much cleaner than when I met Ben and Ben does have a space, but I love what you said. It's what you, what you end up doing ends up being your life. So mm. it doesn't matter if you think I want to do this and I want to be this, how you spend your time is how you spend your life. And I love that phrase. I'm curious, um, when, when you started solving somewhat of teaching people about focus, what is the number one thing that people miss about being focused? What, what, what is it that they assume? And then all of a sudden you realize that's not the biggest deal. What is it that people miss about focus? There's a lot. And I think, 
the biggest thing is being able to make decisions is having clarity about what actually matters to you. And so this is huge. There's this, this uh, phrase called the tyranny of the urgent. And so often we will confuse things that are urgent in the moment with them being important. And then we let them take over. And uh, as parents of boys, like literally just this morning, um, you know, my wife was out. So I had all three boys at home. They're still on break. (laughs) And it was just me and them for about three hours. And I didn't have anything planned. There wasn't any uh, necessary like structure to the three hours, which is a huge rookie move. And so they're just (laughs) following me around bored, just just pulling on my shirt, asking me questions. Can we do this? You want to do this? You want to do this? You want to do this? What about this? Hey, he said this. He called me this. He says, I stink. I was like, well, you do stink. But anyways, and so there's just this, like this urgency around my kids. Right. And so like often like that's the same experience that we have at the office. It's the same experience we have at the ministry place in life, just in general, other people's Mm -hmm. demands just take over our time, take over our energy, take over everything. And as opposed to what are we called to do, what's important to us, what matters to us. And so just having that initial clarity of what is actually important, what actually matters in the moment, but also for this month or for this year, for my life, like all these different levels on on the, the space, like what actually matters. And so that is a huge one, like missing that and just kind of drifting or being pulled into other people's urgent issues is a huge issue. But then it's I the other that. issue. And then I was gonna say the other side of actually follow through is, is a huge side. But so yes. you were saying, no, I, I'm just saying that I agree. I think sometimes we go, I want to get healthy or I want to, I want to write this book or I want to get my kids more, you know, scheduled. But if we don't, we might think it's a good thing and it's important to us, but we really have to kind of edit. You can't make everything a priority. So you kind of have to to decide what do I want and how, what's going to be my thing. Um, You know, it's almost like when I was a mom, I had to decide, am I the organic, you know, grow my own eggs, (laughs) not grow them, but you know, have, have a chicken, lay my own eggs and my kids are never going to touch any preservative or is that not going to be a priority for me? I've got, there's something else. I'd rather them maybe have fun or have a skill set. I don't know, but you kind of can't have everything. And I think it's important to know what's important to you, not just what's been dictated to you or what society says is important, but to actually say, what's my lane? Like what is actually important to me and to God and to my future and what I want to leave in legacy. So how do people begin to figure out what there is important to them? So there is no like easy way to do it. Uh, there's no right okay. or wrong. And so a lot of it just comes down to making a decision, just deciding mm. what's important to you and like that. recognizing that there will be some trade-offs to whatever it is that you choose. And so uh, for us, like I like to step back and uh, do once or twice a year and just kind of assess the different areas of my life. And uh, so we, t- we teach this in our course. We teach you've got six areas of your life. You have your finances, you have your physical health, your relationships, uh, your emotions, your interpersonal spiritual life, uh, rest and recreation. And then um, is that all six? I lost. I think so. (laughs) I think so. I was caught up as you're saying each one. I'm like, uh huh, uh huh, uh huh. (laughs) Uh, So you've got these six areas of your life, and then some of them subdivide out your career. I think I miss career. Career is one of these. Yeah, yeah. And so looking at these, and you can't give your full attention to all six all the time. And so 
what I like to do is go, which one of these am I excited about right now? Or is there an opportunity in front of me? Or is one of these uh, pressing? Is something going on right now in my uh, a big season, such as uh, if you're in a career change or you just received a promotion at your job, then obviously like career is going to be highlighted. So you want to give some extra attention to that. So seeing which is this area of my life that I want to be focusing on and then what's happening in that area that I want to be giving my attention to. So that's a huge one of just helping to decide is just getting kind of the lay of the land, so to speak, of like what's happening in this season for you right now, what's happening in these other areas. And then once you've chosen that one key area that you really want to focus in on and giving it the space and the breathing room that it needs in order to be able to thrive then allowing yourself to not give as much attention to the other areas of your life in the season, because we can't give our full attention to everything all the time. Like it's, it's just impossible. We don't have that. And so I like to talk about uh, just routinization or adding routines or habits to things like your finances or to your workouts uh, or to certain areas of your schedule so that you don't have to think about it and it still happens. And this is a whole other a whole other thing, but once you've chosen what you want to focus on, then giving yourself that space to be able to focus on it is huge. And how do you know when you've hit that level of success? Like, okay, I want to focus on getting healthy. Do you have to have end goals to know that your focus was complete or is it mostly a lifestyle or, or a ritual thing that you just add in forever? How do you switch that up? That's a great, great question. <laughs> And and that's like, I mean, right. That's the question of our lives is like, have I arrived yet? And like the answer is no, right? Like I I think especially (laughs) have for you and your audience uh, of just these high achievers of just, you know, we want to go, we want to keep moving to the next thing and, and never stop. So the huge one in this regard is celebrating and recognizing your progress so that you set a milestone of either time or a certain metric that you want to hit or whatever that may be. And then when you've done that, like just stepping back to pause and just Mm -hmm. recognize that you've done the work, that you've made progress up to this point and then reassessing. And so again, looking at those areas of your life, looking at what's going on and saying, do I want to stick with this particular, uh, you know, growth path? Do I want to stick with this goal? Am I, is the habit that I've tried to develop, is it still serving me well? And this is huge. And just with life and relationships, all this stuff the things that brought us to this point aren't always the things that'll keep us going, which we know. Uh, but so often we just do them anyways and stick with it anyways. And just having those, those chances to pause and to assess and make sure that um, what we're doing now is still serving us, still serving our goals, still allowing us to focus on the things that matter. So those moments of celebrating success are, are really helpful. Really important. I love what you're saying, Sean, because what I know and what I want to tell our listeners is that you have created a focus course that allows anyone to, to jump in and invest their time and resources to help to let you help them figure out the rituals and the priorities. And I mean, you're talking about things that I can hear behind it have actual methods and strategy and like ways to do this in an easier way that may not be something that we can do on our own. Does do have you found like when you started to research focus and figure it out, is it really practical? And is it are there strategies and little things that can really boost 
our lives and the way we do it rather than just trying to be more focused? Absolutely. And I love using external tools and these outside strategies uh, like planners or just other systems, workbooks, questionnaires, courses, coaching, all of this stuff, like getting the outside help. Uh, because for one, I'm just not like smart enough by myself to like work through this stuff and ask the right questions. <laughs> and two, it's like, that's so much wasted energy to try to like figure it out on my own with just like a blank planner and no prompts, no timeline, and just sort of winging it. So I would for sure say like the strategies, certain methods, uh, a lot of times we feel like, oh, like, I don't want to do that. That seems like a burden. That seems like a chore. But the return on that time is so valuable. It's, it's just massive. And it's like hiring a physical trainer or hiring a dietitian, um, hiring someone to actually teach your kids and educate them. Like these are things that we want people that are experts in this field to help us to be able to do uh, so that we can really get the best results possible uh, while also being able and being free to focus on the other areas of life that maybe don't have a system around it yet. So, um, so yeah, we actually have, like you were saying, that focus course uh, that we take people through. I remember you and Ben went uh -huh. through the very first one, like <laughs> years ago, I, 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 whatever that was like six, seven years ago. Now you guys went through that very first one. It's like yeah, six you years know what? ago. It's the reason I make my bed every morning is literally the time I took that course. And I know that now it's really like out there and there's a lot of other leading experts that talk about these rituals. But back in the day, some of the stuff that we, that I learned from you was the, a ritual of focus that was not out there until like these, this last couple of years. So I, just so you know, the reason I make my bed is because this course, but keep going. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, it's easy. You're getting into, uh, I was going to say with the, the single most important thing, we'll get into that later. If you, if you want to ask me a question, uh, okay. the, the making beds huge. So you guys were the first ones to go through back when it was uh, super dorky and it has definitely matured quite a bit over the years, <laughs> but it is, it's full of these systems and these methods that help go through this process because uh, identifying what matters to you, identifying your calling in life, identifying your core values for who you are and what actually matters to you is critical because that helps you. It gets your brain. We we're talking earlier about the tyranny of the urgent. This gets your brain. It gets your emotions, your priorities above all of the tyranny of the urgent stuff. And it actually allows you to make choices based on what you're called to do, not what other people say that you should be doing. And it helps you make choices based on what matters to you, not what matters to other people. And so this is critical. And then from that, everything else can flow. And um, so I like this definition of focus. It's having maximum clarity. And when you lack that, when you do not have the maximum clarity about your whole life, like what you're called to do, your life of the values that you carry, uh, clarity about the season that you're in and what you need to be focusing on right now. When you don't have that clarity, it's absolutely exhausting. And I like to uh, the, this picture of someone who's going to jump off a zip line. And so you're standing there at the top of the tower and you're plugged into the zip line, ready to go, but you're still afraid to do the jump. And so you're trying to decide right in that moment, should I jump or not? And like that, like it's, it's exhausting. Like your, all your emotions, your body, everything's just like vibrating while you're like trying to make this decision. 
And so many of us just live there <laughs> instead of like we making do. a choice. And it's just absolutely exhausting. And so when you have some sort of process or some sort of system that can help you to make that decision, guide you through it, and then now begin to walk out the steps uh, that matter, it's, it's just liberating. It's absolutely liberating. So how long does this, okay, so I have two questions. First mm-hmm. is, if somebody was to take your focus course, which I actually am going to be going through it again this, this season. And some people ask me like, what do you, what do you do? What books do you like? What courses do you take? This is one of them. Like I'm going to be taking the focus course this season with Sean and a lot of other people, uh, because I know I need to get focused on a few other things in my life. And I have to remember the rituals, the strategies, and I need to kind of be, I need the accountability to do it, which is half the battle. Um, So let's start there. What kind of commitment would this course be? And like, what are people signing up for? Is it live? Is it recorded? What exactly is it going to look like? Yeah, the one we're doing now, which is the best version it's ever been. It's, it's, I want to say it's a hundred times better than what you and Ben went through years (laughs) ago is, uh, I mean, think about what I did with my life with what you had. So, I mean, you can just only imagine what kind of life I'm going (laughs) to can only imagine. Yes. You know, I, I I would like to sing that song right now, actually, Yeah, (laughs) Uh, but I will not. So uh, this it's called focus Academy and this is a live online cohort that we do. And have a, I, I love it. So as I was saying earlier, like, I love these topics. I love nerding about this stuff. For me, this is just such a joy to be able to go through this process with people. Um, and then I go through it myself as well. So it's, it's so delightful. Uh, but basically, it's a four-week live class that we do online. So we use Zoom and we use Slack. And everybody kind of goes through. We do some trainings at the beginning of the week that work go through the workbook. And then we have mastermind small groups that people will jump in. We have study halls that they can join if they want to, or they can just do that beginning teaching on Monday, which is kind of the core material. Uh, And then we have really amazing people like you that are helping with some of the additional training. So we do like these extra Mm -hmm. pro workshops and you're doing your one on boundaries, Mm -hmm. which is literally like part of living a focused life. You cannot live a focused life without boundaries, which you know, you know, also, also, well, it's like when you're, <laughs> when your yard, when anyone's invited into your yard, that's exactly what the tyranny of the urgent is, is you have other people's priorities, they're crossing over to your boundaries. And then it, it just takes over what you're actually called to do. And you're tending to someone else's yard instead of tending to your own, you're helping them focus on their life instead of you. Fo- Anyways, I, sorry, I could, I can go. <laughs> I <off>. love it. <laughs> But I, it's, it's such a critical one, two punch with the boundary stuff. So I love it. I love that you guys are going to be joining so, us. Me too. So it's a four week, um, live meaning that it is specific weeks that you jump in it's four weeks and there are specific things each day that you'll be moving us through. So that way, um, you know, it's intense, it's an investment. Okay. So this isn't for those of you that are like, I just want to learn to like clean my closet out. That's not what this course is. Like this isn't mm-hmm. just to like, Hey, I'm just trying to get my life together. This course is a leadership course. I mean, yes, it could help you do that. But to be honest, this course is for men and women that are looking for leadership 
coaching that will move you into 2022 with clarity, strategy, and it will, the ripple effect will be your marriage and your kids and everything else. Because when you get focused, your life gets focused. So I I just want to make sure that those of you that are listening right now, if you've been kind of antsy for something that's like, I feel like I've done a Bible study or I've done a, a course, a free course over here and done this, taken this, this workshop. But I just feel like I wish I had a life coach. I wish I had somebody to tell me exactly what to do. That's what this course is going to do. You're going to invest some serious time and some serious resource. But that alone, in four weeks, you will have a strategy for 2022. And for some of you, I'll never forget when Ben and I started Truth the Table and and we transitioned out of more revolution. And somebody told us, you need a coach. You need to get somebody to help you. And I remember the guy, it was more than I was making a month. And here I am, the founder of the, of Truth the Table. But I said, you know what? I'm going to do it. I'm going to invest three months in this guy and, and invest my resources. You guys, it's literally the fruit of Truth the Table and how we've reached hundreds of thousands of people was just somebody uncomplicating it for me, giving me a little bit of strategy. It was in me. I just needed someone to give me the courage and, and almost like the clarity to say, that's the right thought. That's the right. Yes. You need to say yes to that. And instead of at that threshold, always waiting. So for some of you right now, you're looking for more. Um, Yes. This is for my communicators, my authors, my business leaders, my entrepreneurs. This is for people that are pastoring uh, and you're going, I need something in my life to help me get focused after two years of chaos in America. I need to know what I'm supposed to do this year. And I need that boost that's what this is. So let me ask you this, Sean, if somebody, if that's not where they are right now, where they're like, I'm not there, Havala, like I've got three kids and I'm, I'm just trying to get through the day. What can those individuals do as a first step? It may not be all of it, but what would you recommend for my listeners that are saying, I'm not there yet. I want to be there in six months, but what can I do today to start being more focused? Mm-hmm. This is my favorite question. Um, and I have a very easy answer. So what I want you to do, if that's you, you're like, I'm just trying to get to the day. I don't have any breathing room whatsoever. Then if you're listening, what I want you to do is tonight before you go to bed, pick out the outfit that you're going to wear tomorrow. Uh, the whole thing, the socks, the pants, the underwear, the shirt, everything, all of it, set it out somewhere, put it at the foot of your bed, put it on your bathroom sink, uh, wherever I, I set it right on the sink next to my toothbrush and your outfit and set it out tonight before you go to bed. And then tomorrow when you wake up, put it on. And what this is, this is huge. This, this touches on so many things. And the biggest thing that this does is it helps with what we call personal integrity. And Mm. it's your ability to follow through with a promise that you make to yourself. So what you're going to do is tonight, you're going to, I'm going to wear the, these stripy socks. I'm going to wear these pants tomorrow. I'm going to wear this white shirt, whatever. And you just, it's a really right. Like a very easy commitment, but it's a commitment. This is what I'm going to wear. And then tomorrow you get up, you put that on. You've now followed through with the promise that you made to yourself. This is what you're going to wear. And if you can do that consistently over time, like I would literally just do that for a month. Don't do anything else. Just I'm going to set yeah. up my clothes and I'm going to keep a promise to myself of what I wear, right? Very, very low stakes, but it builds that personal integrity. 
And as you begin to build your personal integrity, then you can make bigger promises that say, okay, tomorrow I'm going to finally schedule that appointment that I wanted to schedule, or tomorrow I'm going to uh, try to write a hundred words towards uh, an email newsletter I'm working on or a book that I want to do, or I'm going to spend 30 minutes uh, studying a topic. Tomorrow I'm going to spend 10 minutes reading my Bible, whatever that may be. Uh, As you begin to develop this personal integrity, then you can start keeping other more high stakes promises. And so then when you want to take it to the next step, it's choosing the time and place that you will follow through with yourself. So that's the first step is building that personal integrity. And then we are able to go to the next level. It's just going tomorrow. The most important thing is, you know, 20 minutes uh, of quiet time where I'm just going to read something that I want to read. When is that 20 minutes going to be? If you can find a spot to schedule it, And then every, like, that's just it. That's the foundation. Everything from there will grow and expand and you'll get these uh, momentum going for these different areas of your life. And you'll begin to build on that. But just starting small is so, so important. I love that. And that was something I learned from you years ago. I was the picking out your clothes and also making your bed. Um, And there's more, there's a lot more you guys, but I think that that's so key. We're getting into the New Year's resolutions and people, I'm going to work at an hour a day and I'm going to, you know, be debt-free by January 15th. And we forget that when we don't follow through with one thing, it's almost like we're not building that confidence. And I talked about this in the actual first chapter of my Bible study that's starting January 1st. Um, but the first thing we talk about is building that confidence by doing, making a commitment, but every time you don't do what you said you would do, you actually break trust with yourself. And there's this trust that we build and we begin to know what we say we do and what we say we're not going to do. We don't do. And that starts out small. That doesn't start out with like, I'm not going to blow my life up. It starts out by, I'm not going to eat sugar for breakfast or whatever it is. So um, I'm curious. And I love that wherever you are, guys, I'm going to do this as well. Get those clothes out, lay them out, put them there. Nobody else is in control of what you wear or where you put your clothes, you guys. So it's not your kids aren't waking up at three in the morning or, you know, I've got to go do this. That is so powerful. Whether you live in New York or whether you live in California, that is a practical step to doing it. Some of you, you have your basics, but you've embarked upon a new season, whether you started a new business or you've started maybe a new relationship with someone and, and you're thinking, I've got my life all set up, but now I've got to shift my focus. That's what the focus course is going to do too, is it's going to teach you how to reprioritize what matters now. So you might've been excellent at exercise and getting up and eating right and doing all the things, but you don't have any room to fit change. You don't have any room to fit the next dream in your heart. And so that's going to help you structure. But one other thing, and I know we haven't talked about this, but in the last few minutes, why is it important to do it with other people? And why are we breaking up into cohorts and learning to do this with accountability? Isn't that embarrassing or how does it help us? Oh my gosh. Have a look. This is this it's, we call it the secret (laughs) sauce internally uh, with our team is the community is the secret sauce. And if you look at just the, the online education world, it has exploded in the last five years. Uh, you know, you can do MIT, you can do Stanford stuff for free online. Uh, you know, you guys have your courses. This is, this is becoming an incredible way to learn an incredible way to grow, uh, where you go to true, not just subject matter experts, but we're, we're finding it's like, these are people that are also actually doing the stuff. So you're learning from someone that not only knows what they're talking about, but they also 
they've learned it by doing it, which is valuable. But we know that for so many people, when you do an online course, there's the on-demand version, like self-paced, where the average completion rate is usually two to 3%. I'm like, so, I don't even want to know. It's probably so right. bad. It's so low. <laughs> and that's just the industry standard, like across the board. And I, right, we call it digital dust. Like I myself have these online courses that I've purchased with good intentions that are still collecting digital dust. And so there's that component. So the, the live with the uh, accountability of a community we're seeing for our stuff, we're seeing 80, 85, 90% completion rate. So it's significantly higher. So many more people going through because you have the community, you have the real-time aspect of it, and it just makes it more fun. So this is huge. But then the other huge, huge thing is it breaks you free from this need to do it. um, Like it breaks you out of your own mindset and your own, like gets you out of your own way. So we have people that will go through this stuff from all walks of life. We have pastors and we have managers. We have small business owners. We have independent entrepreneurs. We just have stay-at-home parents that will go through it. And everybody is working on a different area of their life. Everybody has a different value that matters to them. Everyone has a different goal that they're trying to focus on. Everyone's schedule looks different. And then when you begin to see this community and just the, the, the melting pot, so to speak, of uh, differences, and all the diversity that's going on within the community, suddenly you're liberated to go like, oh, what I thought was really dorky Mm -hmm. is actually exactly right. And so it just liberates you to finally make some of those choices and gets you out of your own head because you're seeing also what other people are focusing on. And just that diversity is so liberating. So the community helps with both of those. Well, and that, that watermark of this is normal, like so much of it's in our head and we think we're the only ones or that's why counseling and therapy was so important to me because when they were like, oh yeah, that's normal. I'd be anxious about that too. Or, oh no, that's normal. I that's. And once you hear that, all the shame goes away. It's like, I actually am not inept in this area. This is where everybody gets stuck. And then having other people give feedback even in my groups that I've learned things that it doesn't even have to be the counselor or the main person. It's sometimes just community feedback that is so critical. Like you should not have to do life alone. I mean, we, as a digital world that we're in, um, I just have found exponential growth in my life when I do things with other people. And sometimes it's just simply the accountability and other times it's the courage that I get. I'm curious, what kind of commitment is this course going to be for, uh, those that are listening? You said it's live. So what if, I I think a lot of people are going to want to know what kind of commitment does this look like? When does it start? Give us some of those details. Yeah. So the 2022 cohort that we're doing starts on January 11th. That's our onboarding week. And this is fun. So we do like a little bit of meet and greet on the 12th uh, on Zoom and just kind of everyone says hi, uh, brings coffee or whatever they want, just virtually, of course. And then the first training session starts that next Monday of January, I think 17th is what it is. And it's about an hour on Monday and we do that live, but we record it. And so anyone that can't jump in and join us live can catch the replay. And then that's actually the minimum. So you want to, if you jump in and do the main training, and then you've got about 30 minutes in your workbook on, in addition to that, that you're going through. And just, those are the systems and the methods that we were talking about of helping you figure out certain things for your life vision. Uh, we have what I think is the best approach for building a, a vision for your life uh, of all time. Uh, I'm not going to go into it now, but it's awesome. <laughs> I love it. 
And so we, we just take you through this. So it takes about an hour uh, or so, 30 to, to 60 minutes of that. So your real core minimum commitment is about two hours a week. And then people that want to go like all in, we have the additional uh, small group masterminds, which are amazing. We do group coaching. We have additional extra workshops like have what you're doing. We have several other people as well that are participating in those. We have study halls for people that need like a spot on their calendar to show up and do the work. So it's just like a quiet Zoom study hall that we do with just some background music. And then everyone goes through the workbook together, but quietly. It's it's actually really, really fun. Uh, so those are like the extra things. So it could go up from the two hours, but two hours is the minimum for those four weeks. So. So that's awesome. So it's four weeks. It's a, a minimum of two hours investment, but really you can have as much as you want. And again, what you invest what you is what you get out of it. And then obviously there'll be next steps. So the four weeks is the kind of the complete idea of the, of the masterclass for a season, but there'll also be next steps. If you're like, I actually want people in my life for the next year. We'll talk more about that. Um, I'm doing it. Ben's doing it. I've got two other friends that I know currently are doing it. So if you want to join us, you can. This is what we've done at Truth to Table to make it easy. We're going to have you go to Truth to Table. Do I say, do I say, I say slash, right? How do I say that, Sean? My brain is so. Is it truthtotable.org or .com? Oh, .com. So truthtotable.com slash. Slash Focus. Focus. Yeah. Focus. Focus course is what I'm going to put as. So I want to say the word slash is where I'm getting off. I keep thinking underscore, but I know that's not what's in my brain. So it's truthstable.com slash focus course and make sure you go there right now, you guys, because this is a time sensitive thing. We'll throw it in the show notes in case you need that. And then obviously we're going to throw it on our socials. Uh, Sean and I are going to host a live um, class on the 5th of January, which you can also, is it the 5th? I think it's the 5th. Uh, you can join as well. So if you're on our email list at Truth the Table, you won't miss a thing. Just watch our emails, look for that, sign up, and we'll do another class just before we actually start the main focus course, which is, uh, it's starting, it's time sensitive, which means the doors close and that's it uh, for this season. Um, you guys, I hope that this was helpful. Sean, you're incredible. I love, I could literally talk about this for two more hours with you. I just think you are so clear. And I just want to thank you for being on the podcast. Thanks for having me. Always enjoy. <laughs> oh, you guys will give Anna and my, and the boys, my love. Um, if nothing else, you guys, please stick with us. If you're not considering the focus uh, course or Academy and you're like, that's not where I'm at. No worries. Stick with us. The next four weeks. We're going to talk about focus in the month of January for 2022. Um, and if you like this podcast, please don't forget to subscribe, but also leave us a review or some stars. Uh, that's the best way to give back. Other than that, you guys have a great week and we'll catch you next time. Mm-hmm.